0: This week on the John Sandwich Show, Eric's got a review. John Man will say something controversial, and Thurston's gonna dance the old soft shoe. Won't you join us, please? Welcome to the John Sandwich oh, Show! Yeah. can't
1: believe
0: it. <laughs> I do look like Bane anymore when I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna get copyright
1: strike. Like- they just sounded that good. Hours. I hear babies cry. Names. <laughs> it's a oh, scam. Did it touch you? No. So. Should we let
2: everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right?
1: Perfect sandwich.
2: Beautiful.
0: Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! Hey, welcome Ooh. back everybody. This is Eric. With me as always is John and John. We are the John Sandwich Show. How's Always. everyone doing today? Oh my God. Doing great, man. Woo! Doing well. Feeling a little bit better. It's a little later in the day. I think, uh, yeah. yeah, starting to wake up a little bit. Yeah, about you. time.
2: That coffee,
0: I mean, beer, I mean, coffee. Beer. Either one or more. Yeah. Coffee my with beer. Ah, goodness. How you guys doing today?
1: Doing good. Doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah. That's I'm good. playing games. What kind of I games? I don't you have play? a lot of responsibilities. It's good.
0: Oh, good, no? good. Are you still on vacation mode then?
1: Yeah. You're on vacation too? Not long vacation like him, but... All you motherfuckers vacation. on vacation. Sort of, yeah. Did you work yesterday? <laughs> nice. Define work. Did I oh, log yeah. in? Yes. Yeah. Did I do anything? No.
0: How gotcha. is that Death Stranding <laughs> game? Talking about that.
1: Oh, dude, it's awesome. Is it? The first... Yeah. The first, like, 20 minutes of the game, just... You don't care how much you walk in that game. You just want to know what happens next in my opinion some people say like it's weird but that's if that's a game to play while you're like high or something yeah like smoking weed because you're gonna be like getting all the subtle nuance that kojima Mm. puts in his games
2: hideo man It's, it's not about the walking it's about the journey yeah with hideo kojima the
1: character development yep Norman Reedus' character is super good. Mad Mickelson's in there too, mm. right? Yeah. I Mad mean,
2: Mikkel- Mad Mickelson. You would think he'd have to do sequels because he's not just going to do one standoff game. So yeah. you're, you're going to yeah. have to, like, figure out the nuances of, like, how they're going to do a sequel and all this other stuff with it. Maybe the sequel will be more violent and more action-orientated.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like all the walking mechanics, they're pretty well-polished. So it's like... Is it third or first person? I have a third person.
2: Dude, that's one thing I've always known about Hideo Kojima games is the game mechanics themselves have always been borderline flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he wants you to
1: walk, he will make that walking simulation amazing. Dude, seeing him stumble, like, I've never been more impressed with someone falling over with all their stuff in their hands. Well, like, MGS5. (laughs) Wow, that was a great fall mgs 5
2: the game mechanics are flawless yes i didn't really i loved i liked the storyline very well i went really good with the mgs like theme it wasn't his best story but the game mechanics oh my god were amazing like to this day probably still some of the best stealth are you talking about action yeah yeah stealth action
1: um gun control type game i've ever played to this day yeah and even with that he still adds bonkers hilarious like stuff like yeah. the whole box yeah he has a robot arm so he can like in multiplayer you can or I think you can do this later in yeah, single yeah, player yeah, yeah. you have like a rocket arm and it detaches and yeah. you like fly your fist around and you literally <laughs> yeah. aim it towards some guy's cheek so Hideo Kojima games have it's gameplay wise
2: have always been like mechanically sound like, Always for sure, like you get your call of duties, and they're like, ah, it's call of duty. Yeah, the game mechanics are what the game mechanics are. Yeah, but like with this, like with the controls, and you just you, you almost feel a yeah. part of it almost a little bit
1: more. Yeah. Like when four came out, how you can get in the box, not only can you get in the box, you can walk with the box over you, jump out of the box like a fucking uh jack in the box. You can leap out of it, and yeah. you can do anything. You can leap five. backwards. Talk about five. Oh, five, five yeah.
2: Four Either one four
1: and five, I think. Well, you could, could always get pop out of the box, yeah. and like in three, uh, Psychomantis would actually read your game saves well, tech- on your game, or was that two? Uh, well, are you in chronological order, <laughs> or like a
2: lot of people view uh, that one as Metal Gear Solid one? It was the first one with Psychomantis, mm. but technically there was two games before that on the NES. So story-wise, so. it is technically the third one, but actually, technically,
1: it is the f- the first one chronologically. First, it's the third one chronologically. Oh, but it was the first like normal,
2: it was like, style. It was the first PlayStation One game. Oh, okay. Chronologically, it's the actually chronologically, it might be the.
1: it's a complicated thing if you start playing MGS you're not gonna know what's going on you're gonna see a vampire fight a cyborg and then this walker that sounds like a cow will walk by and you're just gonna be like what the fuck is going on but it's fun that's awesome but uh what I was saying is the psych there's this character in there that's like supposed to be psychic and they'll actually on the PlayStation 1 would read your save data and like Talk to you about it in the game. Really? And be like, oh, so you like this and this. <clears throat> You've played for this long. So I think and some shit like that. Right? Melgar Solid
2: on the first PlayStation game, of chronolo- chronologically is the fourth game.
1: Mm.
2: Well, I have to bring I have the Wikipedia the shit. Yeah, chronologically it's, it's, radical, it's the yeah. fourth gra- game. It is technically the third game. A lot of people consider it the first game.
0: Are there any other Metal Gears like on the plate without?
1: Uh, without what?
0: Without Hiroko mm,
1: The fifth one was kind of... No, the fifth him. one was Hideo Kojima. Yeah. The only ones I they, think he fell out like halfway through though,
2: right? No, he didn't fall out halfway through. The uh, Konami just cut off production, yeah. so he had to really rush the rest of the game. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to
0: try to push the series out without
2: him. Oh, I'm sure they'll try. Yes, yeah. They've hey. had a couple games under the Melgar Solid umbrella that didn't necessarily—they they didn't progress or degress the storyline. They were more of like a sideshow, like Melgar Solid presents, mm-hmm. like that that Raiden that Raiden game you were talking about. Oh on yeah, that Twitch. one was good. Yeah, so yeah. that was not a Hideo Kojima game, but it was on. And then they had like um,
1: that. The zombie one. Oh my god. It was the worst. That was a disgrace. That doesn't exist.
2: They pretty much just used Kajami's game engine and his characters they already created and created a zombie game with him. Yeah.
1: Not even a fun zombie game. All you do is wait for them to get to a fence and then you poke them. And there's no different way of doing it. You just poke them in one single animation. There's no second animation like underneath. No. You just. Poke them. That's the game. And then they come over and then you poke him some more. Yeah, that's Mel- the whole fucking Metal game. Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, it's, know, it's it's shit. Destroys. But anyway, back to Death Stranding. Death. Oh yeah, Death <laughs> Stranding.
2: No, so, sorry about that. Like, I mean, it's really it's hard to talk about so a intriguing game without MGS. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's what he's famous for, and it really his style totally fits with Death Stranding. How it's it's weird, kind of funny, kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. in many ways. But still damn right, downright intriguing. Like, nice. one of the weird things about it is you... Basically where you set everything up, like your equipment and stuff, is like a room. Right? You get like, a, like this hotel room type thing. It's like your office. And there's different ones throughout the country. But, uh, like, you have your suit stuff, your bridge baby, which is your baby that helps you see ghosts. Which is just like a psychic link between you and this fetus. Weird but the weirdest thing about it is on your is table next to you
0: on you like quado.
1: no okay. unfortunately it's like in a chamber oh, okay <laughs> but the weirdest thing by far is right at your desk there's like six cans of monster like oh, yeah. straight up monster energy drinks right here this is years into the future Project post-apocalyptic Project. monster will survive yeah nothing else is regular nothing there's like six cans of monster Monster. right here and you have to drink those that's like your health the whole thing is fucking monster energy drink and i'm like what the hell is this and when he drinks it he goes like he looks like sometimes he'll actually look at the camera like product placement placement. like actually Uh... breaking the fourth wall and he like drinks all of it and that's your fucking health pack is a straight up monster energy drink I'm pretty sure they 3D scanned a can because it's exactly the same.
0: (laughs) I saw, I was recently (laughs) at Safeway. It's fucking wild. And I saw a bottle of Monster. Um, It was like Monster, but coffee too. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Java, Monster Java or something. Monster
0: Java or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, ah. Our scientists are so preoccupied if they could, they didn't stop to think if they, they should. Could. Yeah. Yep. You're
1: seeing colors or you're seeing sounds. You always see colors. Unless you're me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some poor <laughs> bunch. You see about 80% of colors. You fucking ass. <laughs> you had to bring up colors. Oh. You know that's my <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking... the bear, man. Apparently to Japanese people, uh the reason they have Monster Energy Drink is because to Japanese people that's like cool. You know, yeah. you know, some people in their room they have like a samurai sword or like a a scarf that it's like says some thing. Japanese Day thing. America,
0: and, Monster Energy. Right? Yeah, Maybe. Japanese
1: people see the Monster Energy drink because it takes place in the United States, uh-huh. and and they say that specifically it's the United States or the former United States, and apparently. They see like Monster Energy drink and they're like, yeah, cool American stuff. Nice. I don't know. And it just fits with them. But to us, it's downright like, what the fuck? So it's just like,
2: it's almost like to them, it's like the core or. Yeah, it's like they just views that, view that. So the the Japanese perception of America is like, all right, they're always amped up on Monster Energy drinks. They're th- this is awesome. Like so, it's almost yeah. like a MacGuffin
1: type thing yeah. for for Japanese people.
0: Is Norman yeah. Reedus also wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt at the same time too?
1: No, but he you can't <laughs> sure. take a shower and see his ass many anytime.
0: Sold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah going out to buy a PlayStation 4 tonight.
1: And You can nice. look at uh, collectibles that you collect throughout the game, and it's behind him, because he like sits there, and you like choose what's around you, and the collectibles are behind him, and uh, when you click the collectibles, he walks into the camera like this, and then points at the collectible, <laughs> oh, really? and then gets out of the way, and then <laughs> zooms in on that was cool. It's man. such a weird fucking game. Dude, Dave Kojima, man. It's awesome. And then <laughs> there's plenty of drama, too. Uh, That's serious, but it's just all the ridiculousness. So how do you feel about the
2: the online game mechanics? Dude, that's fucking
1: awesome. So the online game mechanics, basically the whole game is based around traversing the the, whatever. The territory. Yeah, traversing the territory. There are certain areas you can't get to. And there's no like, you know, in video games, there's like a path that's clear. Mm Mm-hmm there there is none if there's a mountain there you're going to have to somehow traverse the mountain look at your maps and maybe set up like uh a, a bridge a ladder or a like bridge. a rope oh. yes bridges the company that he works for and uh what people can do is people that previously played they put a ladder there and uh uh, later on, if you play, you can actually use that ladder and like thumbs up it and like it because oh my god, this is the most woke thing about the game. <laughs> Fucking Hideo Kojima in the in this world, uh, currency is likes because so many oh, the cool. world is uh is like decimated. If you're not helping, then get the fuck out. <laughs> so basically, you do good things, you post it online. Literally, Instagram, you have, you post it online, and you get likes, like, oh, I built a bridge right here. People are going to be like, hell yeah, thank you, or I delivered something. They give you likes, everyone else gives you likes, and you use that as currency. Oh, and no. they explain, <laughs> like, that's the currency, and I'm like, that's fucking real life right that, now, well, dude. That's pretty neat. Yeah, like, he's so fucking woke. It's kind of like uh, Record Ralph 2. Yeah. Oh, that's true, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Likes <laughs> likes are all that matter. Yeah. Is wow. other people approving of you? It's crazy and that's the future man. All right, I'm gonna that's, have to pick it up. It's a good yeah. one. I have a PS4. I just need to pick it up. It's yeah. a good dude man.
2: I'll, I'll play it right after God of war.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding about the Instagram it's <laughs> and like I'll play that right Instagram. after Arkham Asylum. yeah there you
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. So would you recommend it?
1: Yeah, totally. If you like a chill experience, some people like wall-to-wall action, mm-hmm. but if you want a chill experience that's story-based yeah. and just intriguing, I totally recommend it. Nice.
0: I got a review, too.
1: Oh, uh, yeah? On uh, what? Yeah.
0: Well, it's true. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see, uh, well, I didn't really. I was just kind of like, I think I talked about it on the podcast before about the new Joker, jo- Joaquin Phoenix movie. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm like, eh, like you, I'll probably see it. It's probably going to be good. We'll just be like, yeah. It was alright, and that's about what my review is. It was
2: alright. Yeah, it was acceptable. A, yeah, it was just
0: acceptable film. wasn't bad. Uh, wasn't like this uh, great thing that people are making out to be. Um, very dark, very violent. Um, uh, I guess like the real message of the whole film was like about like mental health. Uh made a lot of interesting choices in it but yeah overall it was it was really good. I it was fine. I mean it was fine. Passable. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of Heath people Ledger are Joker level.
2: No. Okay no. cuz this all like a lot of people are saying like this is well okay is it the best Joker since Heath Ledger? Well sure. I mean you only have Of course. Jared Leto. Yeah, you got Jared Leto, yeah. So I mean there's not a lot to so is he is he the second best Joker you think?
0: Yeah, I or would is like he to... third. I would like to see it play out a little bit more. I think I like the uh uh I kinda like what they're setting up. I know they said that they weren't gonna do a sequel, but now they might.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I could see how that could work. Like in this new DC universe that they're kind of doing. They almost uh like they pretty much set up uh Thomas Wayne, the yeah. Batman's dad, kind of as the villain of the story. Yeah. Um and I think in that way it could work. Like they they do kind of I could see how people were kind of up in arms where they kinda like glorify this joker guy is like almost like a hero like on mm-hmm. on a city level and stuff it's just like this was like a long time coming because people are like all oppressed by the one percent mm-hmm. people are all getting all taken down this guy kind of rises up uh he has no idea the fire why, yeah the fire rises the fire he has rises. no idea any of this stuff's happening because he's just like this guy's suffering from like this mental conditions and stuff he's just glad to be accepted i kind of i think in that way it kind of makes me uh I think the only pause I have about it is that the, the character's not portrayed very smart. Like almost like a buffoon.
1: you yeah. <laughs> oh, know and you're wondering like how does he How plan does he these rise things? to
0: be the clown prince of crime <laughs> where this all happens? In that way that kind of doesn't make sense to me. He's almost played too uh sympathetic, I think. Mm. Uh but of course, yeah, he does do horrible. I mean it is, a, it
2: is an thing. origin though. Yeah. I mean you have the,
0: to uh, he does become like a full-fledged joker at the end, like friggin' uh, the final third act is very uncomfortable and done really well. Up until then, the, the movie's kind of like just paint by numbers, just like you can totally see where it's coming you can predict what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very end, though, you're just kind of like, whoa, like where's this going? And it gets really good. Um, uh, You go through the whole spoiler you go through the whole wayne's dying again yeah um that all happens spoiler yeah Yeah. and then you see fucking bruce wayne there and it's like kind of like this whole thing that happened kind of gave birth to batman um that's all set up so Mm. i don't know so
2: i guess my question to you my question to you would you like to see joaquin phoenix's joker into a batman movie i would i would i mean i think that is the main question like a standalone origin movie that's great but would you like to see him in a Batman movie? I
0: think uh, done the right way, it could be good. Uh, depending on... I don't know what Matt Reeves is planning on doing with this other uh, Batman trilogy he's concocting with what? You said Andy Serkis is Alfred?
2: Yeah. I mean, so they're kind That's of already portraying like a younger Batman. Yeah. I mean, I know... Um, mm. What's his face? Colin Farrell's the penguin, apparently. Really? Yeah. That would be interesting. Mm. Um. I don't know. Um so he Kravitz as Catwoman. Yeah. Huh. I
0: think that's the only like uh, Kravitz cats they have, yeah.
2: I mean, so they're they're already kind of portraying, even though he's not that young, they're portraying a younger Batman. So yeah. maybe like Joaquin's Phoenix could eventually play a role in that For series. Sure.
0: the movie's uh gorgeous looking, by the way, though. It's yeah. like, yeah. It looks great, shot well. Um, it definitely gives you an uncomfortable feeling like while you're watching it. Like I mean, mm the whole movie is like beating this guy down just like it's uh it's an uncomfortable like watch. he's
1: pushed to his breaking yeah, point to do this
0: yeah but like i mean they established that he has mental health problems like before that and stuff like he has like a, a condition which i think is done really well where um which i guess is a real one too where you just when you're uncomfortable you just laugh uncontrollably i guess it's a, oh yeah yeah it's an actual real thing oh well um they do it pretty good like there's one scene where he goes to a comedy club and um there's this guy telling jokes right and like the crowd's laughing but the only time he laughs is like during the setup part like before the punchline. it's like he has no idea how to interact with this crowd oh, wow. uh, so like he'll laugh and then the joke will happen then everybody else around him will laugh, and he'll look around like why Is so everybody like he has no idea <laughs> what's like how to interact or what's oh, funny wow.
1: Mm, he's so alienated. Like, yeah, it's alien- You are actually making it's it sound like really a better well. movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. You know.
0: It's definitely a good movie. It's done That's, really well. That
1: may be the sign of a good movie, is you can't really pin it down to any one genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's there's like a lot it of takes good from
0: scenes that establish the character. And I would say that. I think Joaquin's performance uh And you're not
2: the biggest Joaquin fan.
0: Yeah, I'm not the biggest Joaquin fan. But I think his performance outshines the material itself. He, yeah. He transcends it makes it better,
2: I think. Yeah. I mean, so as an origin story of, like, of course, like eventually it will become the clown prince of crime.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, do you see that happening? Like w- how this story has been told? Or do you kind of see, like, they've kind of set it up to for him to always be like a, a buffoon, like you were saying.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um, I guess the way they end it, I could see it. But it's like they, they don't portray him as smart. Like he has like a, a diary and like they show the diary. A lot of the words in there are like misspelled and stuff.
2: Mm. Um. I mean, you don't have to be like a good speller to be. That's true. That's super true. Smart. A, yeah. It's a, it's and, I mean, because because a lot of autistic people. That's true. That's true. Know,
1: yeah. It just it matters what. Like the their main is. focus
2: is like one. Like they are very smart and very determined. At like one specific thing. The of last
0: scene of the movie that what he it all leads up to him go I, I think they show this on the trailers too like he goes to the talk show with robert de niro mm-hmm. that's the whole scene and in the interview is genuinely terrifying like the like the mm-hmm. that whole scene kind of i i had that you know like when you watch something like really good and stuff like mm-hmm. you can almost feel like you're holding your breath this is yeah. what's gonna happen next yeah i got that feeling where i was like holding my breath i'm like what the fuck's gonna happen Yeah, so, right. that was done really well mm. hmm. Um, so yeah it ends really strong and to where yeah you do kind of want to see more of this guy and
1: maybe yeah. in the sequels he'll become more refined to yeah, the criminal sure. lifestyle mm. kind of like Robert Downey Jr he, in Iron Man he started out like an enormous asshole mm, enormous asshole with all this but, wealth and everything but now he's much less of an asshole kind of snarky but he's not gonna be like Screw off, poor person, or whatever.
0: They made, like, a couple revelations in there, too, where I was like, uh, but they didn't go anywhere. Like, it was... Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, done to kind of be, like, to lead you astray, and then you come back and realize what's really happening. So, I think it was done really good.
1: And And were previous Jokers smart? I know Heath Ledger's Joker was, like, quote-unquote, smart and intelligent. Were the past ones, was he just wacky and unpredictable well, or was he is, like a planner uh, like so heath the only Ledger's? like if
2: you don't mind like the only problem i see with eric's review is not betraying him as being smart is like you've never really seen the joker betrayed in any other way except for being the crown the clown prince of crime, crime. crime yeah like, like you've spoiler. never seen any of his backstory mm-hmm. you know it's true
0: but like with heath ledger and stuff like that like it was all part of the plan and
1: like, yeah I forget
0: he had this, all this stuff set up, and he was like, always oh, yeah. one step ahead of what was going
1: on. Yeah. There's a theory for that Joker that he was actually a black agent, which, really? uh, yeah, like a black ops agent because of his know-how on how to make explosives, um, how to drive people to, like, insanity. Like, he had CIA training on how to manipulate people. Uh, he mentions that a truckload of soldiers gets blown up and no one bats an eye and like why would he make that particular thing he could have said something else and it it kind of makes sense that he is he may have been like a black ops agent at one point that got pushed and it makes even more sense because alfred who was also like an a government agent at one point he talks about how he actually had to hunt down a person like him who was also, like, a revolutionary, militant person.
0: That was a good monologue, too, by the way. Where, like, uh, yeah, he wasn't stealing the jewels. He stole the jewels and just gave them away to, like, the towns. Didn't care about it.
1: Yeah, he just wanted to see his, like, government suffer. Yeah. And, like, he wanted to stir the pot. Because some
0: men are looking for things logical. There's a throwaway line, though, in
1: um, Tim Burton's
0: Batman with Jack Nicholson and stuff, where they call him, like... Uh, he's reading uh, the file on Jack Napier and stuff. The guy that eventually becomes a Joker, and he's like mm-hmm. a borderline genius. I just always, I'll, like, always assume that there was just mm-hmm. something, yeah, more broader about it. Where, whereas this guy's just—I mean, almost maybe it's done better. Where this guy's just portrayed as crazy. He's just a crazy person, that's just yeah. like Hugh yeah, like Ledger's. that just does things that yeah. they just happen to work out.
2: Yeah. Well, do you feel? is one thing I've. Um, noticed with like the great Jokers, and I only say there's three great Jokers: Jack Nichols, Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson, Heath Ledger, um, Mark Hamill's Joker. Oh yeah, there's sure. so four. Mark Hamill's Joker, and then now I think Joaquin you can probably, Phoenix.
0: I think when you see it, you can probably add Joaquin in that.
2: Mix. Yeah. He's so really and good. and now Joaquin. One thing I've noticed about the great Jokers, and you know, I'm taking Jared Leto out of this. One thing I've noticed about the great Jokers is they seem to match the times that we're living in right now for sure yeah this yeah.
0: one definitely does like i mean i i'm just thinking about it right now it almost it i think it warrants a second watch i think it, uh, the movie might be genius i don't know like <laughs> even thinking about, a lot it right about, now, about it yeah it might be i don't know uh
1: and yeah that kind of makes sense because dark knight came out when like 2008 20... yeah, yeah we're, what were we doing iraq Afghanistan, yeah. Yeah. all this Middle East stuff, mm-hmm. all these militant and things now we're going like, on.
2: Jared Leto aside, because Jared Leto was crap. I'm not calling him yeah. an elite joker. Um, he now, had no subtlety. He was Now Joaquin Phoenix, like what? Is, what is going on right now? Mental health. Mental yeah. health. School shootings, like all this crazy stuff. No, that's that's kind yeah. of They
0: incorporate all that. The movie takes place like in the 80s, but they incorporate all that class system, one yeah. percent. It's all there.
2: Yeah. You know, like that's one thing about the joker like these these elite jokers that have been around these these four they've always uh they've always been uh, like with the times they've mm-hmm. always um, confronted for problems sure. that are happening in our society right now well,
0: kickstarts the whole thing is that the the funding's cut for his insurance mm-hmm. so he can't afford his therapy sessions or his medication anymore so uh-huh. That's kind of what kicks mm-hmm. the movie into going.
1: They whistleblowing hardcore. Yeah,
0: Whistle blowing hardcore, mm-hmm. baby. Wow. wow, that's how these school shooting things. Like people don't get the care that they need, and crazy shit happens.
1: And people are dickheads. Yeah, well. just to normal mm-hmm. people, people just trying to get by. It's very I might interesting. Go home and watch Great.
2: it actually. Watch. It's very it's interesting. It's so, so now that you have like a, maybe a little bit of a different perspective, yeah, and I everything. think so. Yeah, I think it's you, better. I I did hear that like Joker. Um, from a lot of the reviewers and stuff, it's like, you know, like, my second time around watching this was a lot different than my first time watching it. Because I think a lot of the people, when they go and watching this, they're, like, expecting a Batman movie.
1: Yeah, they expect different things. They're
2: not expecting a Joker movie. You know, they're almost expecting that, that DC-esque type movie. So, they they, have, they yeah. have pre-motivated thoughts about how the movie should be. You yeah, know, and yeah. so watching it a second time.
0: Emily had a really good review about it, my girlfriend in that it was uncomfortable to watch. So, I mean, like, oh, like, that's pretty good. Like, a movie should make you feel something, yeah. I think.
2: So, the last movie that I that felt uncomfortable watching, like, truly uncomfortable watching, was Natural Born Killers.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that movie's pretty gnarly.
2: Because uh, it almost makes you feel like, after watching it, you're like...
1: You, too, are insane. <laughs> I, too, am insane, and I... I, I like... identify
0: with this movie a little too much <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs>
1: that's how you I know. felt at the end of Black Swan I was like I gotta go lay down <laughs> 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 I feel my mind hurts I love those movies where it's done and your brain is just like fried it's fried it's it's had an experience um, have
0: you ever seen Joel Schumacher's the director of uh, Batman and Robin have you seen this movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas
2: I'm falling down. Oh, wait, is that the one where he's a drunk?
0: Uh, I don't think he's a drunk, but it's a guy that, like, uh, he's on his way to work, and he just, like, leaves his car one day, and freaking, like, he just goes on a crazy adventure all day where, like, Mm. he gets guns and fucking starts, like, killing people and stuff. Uh. He just goes, like, crazy. It's, like, seriously done so well.
1: Uh, Is that the one where his son gets killed in a convenience store, and he just goes on a rampage? Uh,
0: I think you find out that his son died. I don't know if it's a convenience store. He does, he does shoot up a convenience store, though, in the movie. Ah. I thinking. I don't know. What, what movie is well. this? Falling Down. Falling Down. Yeah, you should go check hmm. it out and stuff like that. It's. Uh, I think in this day and age, it's, it's very apropos and easy as a... Uh, it's even more identifiable than it was uh, when it came out in the 90s. It's really good. Hmm. I feel like I've
1: seen that movie. Maybe I
0: probably have. Yeah. He's got like a little buzz cut and stuff. It's done really well.
2: So I do have a question for you, Eric. What is your disdain for Todd Phillips? Why do you hate him so much? Who's Todd Phillips again? Uh, let's see, the director of Hangover, one,
0: much, two, three, and The Joker. Got, how oh. much time you got, buddy? Well, first off, I don't like the Hangover movies. Okay. I
1: don't know. If you I watched them fans. recently. They do not hold up. No. It's just like, I said the word retarded. Yeah, uh, Like,
0: I, I've never been a fan. I don't know, like, freaking even...
2: Uh, well, because I, I noticed in our text messages, starting to interrupt, in our text messages, you're like, you were talking about the Joker. By the way, I hate I Todd hate oh, Phillips, blah, yes, blah, blah, yes, blah, blah. Yes. So, uh, does that go into the Joker movie?
1: Have you kind of redeemed, in the same way that Interstellar redeemed Matthew McConaughey for me, slightly?
0: I think just with his public persona, I kind of feel like he's kind of douchey. Um... What is he douche about? Uh, it's hard to describe. I don't know how to do it without offending anybody. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think this movie transcends my feelings about it. I think a lot of the movie is hit you over the head. Like, not done very smart. But like I said, I think Joaquin kind of elevates the material. Like, I get what they're saying. Um, there's a lot of, like, symbolism in there. Um... Like, there's a, a a scene where he's like holding up a sign at the beginning, and he's like, Everything must go. And like, uh, these kids steal the sign. And literally, you know, it's like a message that everything must go. These kids steal the sign. You, goes to try to get it back. And these kids literally beat him over the head with the sign, like, beat him over the head with this message. Yeah. <laughs> everything <laughs> must like, go. I get it. I get it. Oh. So
1: I see what they just so, so they're not being very subtle. He, yeah. He's, it's he's not, just a he's whacking you yeah, over the head.
0: It's not done subtly. I'm not a fan, probably, of any of the. I, I think I, I saw that. I think due date is Todd Phillips. I saw that and I thought that was okay. Uh, but other than that, I don't think I really like him. He did old school, right? And old school is okay too.
2: Old
1: school is funny. I think yeah. that's what got him all these other ones.
2: Well, I don't like the hangover. No, you know, are you so. sure old school wasn't um, that other guy that uh, Will Farrell and uh, Adam.
0: Oh, yeah. What's his face? Uh, Shit. I don't remember. I can see his face clear as I can. See these blinds that I'm looking at right now. I just don't remember what his name is.
2: Um, I I have to look it up. Hmm. I'm sorry, guys.
1: Dead air, dead air. Because he did like uh, Knocked Knocked Up and all those other movies. Oh, yeah he's that guy he directed Joker the guy who makes all the no young no, adult no trash? the guy that did old school
0: old school did
1: Joker
2: uh, Todd Phillips Todd Phillips Todd Phillips did old school mm-hmm. I think so it was Todd Phillips right? yeah well who's the producer okay so I'm feeling I'm thinking about someone completely different. I'm thinking about the guy that did Knocked Up Ooh. that guy's a good uh, comedian oh, yeah, and director But I mean, all right, so Todd Phillips, it you know, knocked up old school. I liked old school. I wasn't like too into um, the hangovers
1: too yeah. much. I, I used to watch them a lot, like when I was 14. They were hilarious uh-huh. to me. I watched them on Netflix a few months ago. Uh-huh. And I was like, ooh, this yeah, did not very, hold they, up. They, they, they really don't. They were very, like, of the time jokes, and the jokes there are really just like being a, an asshole. Yeah. It's like, ha. Huh, he or like punched in the face.
2: Like one of those bro guys. Like you're a bro. Yeah, like,
1: right. You know. Like, huh, he got tased in the face. <laughs> 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 Asian man with yeah. his penis out. Yeah. <laughs> so small. Look, Asian man with the small penis. His heart stopped when he snorted cocaine. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like it could have been any movie. It's like college just... humor. Yeah. yeah
2: at, <laughs> it, at its worst. College humor at its worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jude Apatho.
1: Judd Apatow Judd, oh, no, no, Judd yeah. Yeah. that guy is pretty douchey
2: but like all this stuff like is pretty it's still funny to this day if you ask me yeah like most of his stuff he like, has a know. lot of iconic
1: movies I
0: think he's Super Bad too I fucking love that movie. yeah
2: oh, I love Bad. it's
0: not like I don't like sophomore humor I think I just haven't gotten a lot of what Todd Phillips puts out there Except for this one, I have a feeling like I have a really good uh, idea on what you guys both like. I think you're really going to be into the
2: Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll definitely check it out, watch it twice, and then check back in with you. I so I I, I do have a little bit of a question. Um, so we're talking about jokes a little bit. What is the comedy movie or movies that ruined comedy for you? Because I I watch comedy movies, <coughs> comedy movies and I'm like, how do you Haha, ruin comedy
1: movies? I'll, I'll I'll well, I don't know. Please explain. So. I
2: use i don't really laugh at comedy movies like I'll laugh, I was like,' oh that's funny, uh-huh at, at their jokes or whatever,
1: especially if you're alone,
2: but there's the one particular movie movie series that ruined comedy for me to where I just don't think a lot of comedy is funny anymore because of it. Mm-hmm. Is there any type of movie or anything that's done that for you
1: but what are you saying like it was so good that other stuff is just as funny exactly exactly, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's so good. I thought you were saying that. Like, no, so, so like, a comedy movie that was well, so terrible you didn't want to watch comedy movies. No, anymore. just like a comedy movie that was so
2: good that everything else is just not it's that funny. kind of dry.
1: <laughs> stuff.
2: Mm. Dang. Well, I'll give you my example. Yeah. Well, to, to let you guys think. Um, so what ruined comedy movies for me was the Jackass series of movies. Those are funny. Because they were so fucking hilarious. They were real. And everything about that those were just like fucking laugh out loud funny
1: yeah i haven't thought about those in a while
2: and so now every time i watch, and still to this day every time i watch a movie it's just yeah that was a funny joke
1: especially if it has physical stunts you're like okay that was that was okay like did you break your nose like johnny knoxville did well then i went to see that's not that impressive my
0: dad in the theater i think it was the second one stuff he fucking laughed his ass off the whole time Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, there's funny
2: parts and there's and, and movies and funny bits and funny jokes, but it's just like it's not laugh out loud the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Jackass ruined comedy for me. <laughs> because now I just don't, I just it's don't a, find, it's I a just different don't, kind of comedy. I just so, don't find yeah. things as funny
1: anymore. Yeah. You know? It was so good. It just raised the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's not like a, a setup and punchline type comedy and stuff. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah.
2: Just, uh, shenanigans yeah, funny, well, yeah yeah and i love shenanigans yeah.
1: <laughs> i do know a lot of like down-to-earth movies that like really think about the details ruin s- other like just regular action movies for me it's like you look at gravity and it how realistic the movement mm-hmm. is and then you watch something like transformers so what you're saying is you hate michael bay because yeah and you i can't suspend disbelief a, a, as much because I saw the spectacular lighting and CGI yeah. of gravity. And I'm seeing like 30 mm-hmm. ton things in Transformers like basically like glide over the water and stuff. I'm like that would never happen. Well, it's like Michael ruins Bay. me for stuff. Michael Bay is like... W- He's garbage.
2: He is garbage. <sighs> like, he is known for the biz- the biggest explosions ever on set. Transformers yes. 4... The biggest explosion that's ever been on a movie set. It's like, oh, come on now. Right. You know.
1: Oh, one example I have The Mission Impossibles. So fucking good with yeah. their stunts and everything. Yeah. Other stunts. You know why? They just ain't as good. It's because Tom Cruise does them all. Yeah, he yeah, like just straight Chan, up does them.
2: It's like Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah, that's another one. Like, can you really enjoy? It? I can't really enjoy The Matrix as much after I watched, like, Raid. Mm -hmm. uh i think it's i forgot who directed it but like there are fighting styles and fighting in movies that are just miles ahead of the matrix where the matrix looks like just silly well it's it's because like
2: you know the cgi just didn't hold up we were in like this transition period of cgi yeah and 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 uh just everything was and regular stunts and you know practical effects we are on, like, this big trend Now everything is CGI, and you yeah. almost can't even tell the difference. But, like, uh, Matrix was such a CGI practical.
1: You know, there was one or the other. Yeah, you can't really fuse together. I think if you did the Matrix
2: trilogy exactly how it is today, you would feel a lot different about it because I think it would hold up a lot better it's just because yeah. CGI has advanced so much now.
1: They should put out a Blu-ray, like, Star Wars-esque like a remastered version that'd be sick because yeah i mean yeah the part where neo's fighting all those agent smiths yeah it's just it's ridiculous it looks like a bunch of rubber but the story itself is great yeah absolutely i still watch those and enjoy them it's just i can't when i was a kid i was like yeah fighting yeah Yeah. this is the best fighting i've ever seen and now i'm just like ew that's what my dad was talking about when he was because he saw it much older than i was and he was like, "Wow, that animation sucks." And I'm like, "What are you Whoa. talking about? This is awesome." Well, the
2: thing is, like in 2000, that was kind of before the high def TVs, too. Yeah. yeah, you know, so you or you
0: can't see right there and pick apart the effects.
2: Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Before then, like you were at a movie theater that was probably a standard definition, and it looked great.
0: I will say, when I saw The Matrix uh, Reloaded, that was the second
2: one, yeah, yeah. Was the second one, yeah,
0: I thought it looked fabulous when I saw it in the theater. I'm like, great. And then when I saw it on home video and stuff, I was like, oh, this looks like trash.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm I good. thought it looked good until like on my like because I was watching on a standard definition TV though on a mm-hmm. DVD, not Blu-ray. So yeah. I thought it always looked good, and then yeah, I have seen it now, yeah. where it's like Blu-ray edition, like high definition. It's like, oh yeah, that, that, is, that, that, that thousand looks junk. That yeah.
0: Smith fight. It looks like yeah. fucking like a PS one game.
2: It's exactly. Like a... <laughs> it's, well, it's kind of like the first the first three Star Wars movies. Yeah. You know, episode one, two, and three is like those look
1: like shit. Yeah, those added people. Yeah. Um, well, even like Jar Jar Binks looks like shit, and like everything oh looks like crap. God. Even the Blu Ray ones on Disney Plus, like you can see the green screen in some videos <laughs> some things. And I'm gonna,
2: well, it's like okay, so in I think episode or uh, episode six, or maybe even five, um, with Job of the Hut, there's a scene yeah. where he's crawling or slithering around, and it's CGI, and it's like that looks so Awful fucking large. bad,
1: so fucking bad. Yeah, and emotes way too much. Like when Han Solo steps on his tail, he's like, whoa. <laughs> like, why dude, would Jabba the Hutt do dude, that? And dude, why George would him. he take that from Han Solo? <laughs> I know, man. He would have executed him on the spot.
0: I'm a huge Star Wars fan, right? The only time I've ever questioned my loyalty, I guess, to the series. Like, they've, and they've fucked up a lot of shit over the years. They have shat on so much stuff. They things. have. But the one part that gets me, which is recently with this new Disney Plus thing, is that on Return of the Jedi, one of my favorite scenes is at the very end when um, uh, Luke and uh, Vader face off for the last time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know they're fighting and stuff on the Death Star. The Emperor's like, hey, "Good,
1: good." Let the doing, hate flows. Yeah, he's doing all his you. Emperor
0: stuff. Um,
2: Something dark
0: side. There's like such a deep part and stuff too where he's like you know if you don't turn to the dark side maybe your sister will and he's like no and then fucking John Williams score comes in and they're like fighting and they're like playing that score behind it yeah Like I get chills every time I see that dude I got chills just
1: listening to you talk about
0: it. (laughs) Right? Right? I listen
1: to John Williams on Spotify at least once a week. Oh
0: for sure like that guy's a genius dude seriously he's like he's Uh, part of the reason why Star Wars feels so big because you can look at it without that, probably without that series music, it probably looks like shit. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah. But, the deepest part, I think, at the very end is where Luke fucking, he's just like, and this isn't like prequel shit where they're dancing around like ballerinas and doing like all these, with their lightsabers. Yeah. This is Luke literally getting pissed off and just hammering away fucking Darth Vader like he's fucking just trying to chop him in half. And, you know, he chops Darth Vader's hand off. It goes flying out. Luke looks at his hand and sees that it's, you know, it's robotic. He looks down at his dad's message. Yep. He's like, oh, my God, like, I'm the same thing. So mm-hmm. uh, then he throws his lightsaber away, and he's like, oh, you failed. You failed, Emperor. Like, freaking, I'm a Jedi. Like, I'm not going to give in to my hate and stuff. Yeah. So then the Emperor's like, so be it, Jedi. And then mm, freaking, he starts zapping him. He starts zapping him, right? And it's fucking Oh, it's a, the score, too, is just amazing. Yeah. And he's like, no, oh, dad! That's power. Please help me! And he's like, ultimate power! <laughs> <laughs> and he's frying Luke, and he's like, you, you know, you'll pay for your fucking incidents. And, and then, you know, you have that one scene where he's about to fucking just kill this motherfucker, and Luke's like, oh, dad, please! And friggin', you know, you have that, they cut to a scene of Darth Vader, and he's looking down at Luke, and he's looking over the Empire, and he's just like, Looking back and forth, and he makes a decision. He's like, "Fuck this!" And he grabs the emperor, lifts him over his head, and throws him. Why is getting way. shocked? Why is he getting shocked?
1: And you can Killing see his
2: himself. skull and stuff. Yep. Uh,
0: so that was usually done with no dialogue at all. Uh-huh. They added dialogue into that yep. scene, the new one, where yep. he's like, he's looking back and forth, and he's like, "No, no, or no,
1: Sword. no,
2: Sword.
0: no." <laughs> fucking ruined it yeah. man yeah. they ruined it so bad
2: George Lucas has a tendency of doing that horrible you know what actually kind of surprises me is Disney is kept with like the Lucasisms I guess you could call yeah. like they've kept them in the movie like they kept the whole Han
1: Solo um, with his neck bend or the the who shot first <laughs> that's right I hate that scene <laughs> yeah his neck just like, he like a dislocates break yeah. <laughs> it's like dude like come on yeah, like awful. why did you keep
2: keep love, the Lucasisms in there? Yeah.
1: And you, you know what else they they added that, and then they added an extra Guido line, Guido line to uh, to that scene, and oh, to, he, to make it more valid that he yeah, shot second because yeah. he yeah. goes like, "How about I kill you?" Or it was yeah. it's some like lowbrow way so like, "I'll just thing. kill you then." No, then Han that's... shot first. We all know that. Yeah, come on, he's a scoundrel, and they even like. Picked it up more with uh, the solo movie. He shot Woody Harrelson at the end. Uh, Woody Harrelson's like, now put the thing down and let's just. And then bam! And Han Solo just shot him like right in the middle of his sentence. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. was like, that is Han Solo right there.
2: Well, Han Solo is, is he's kind of like the anti villain. Yeah, he's like he does what he needs to do to survive. He's he's not a good guy, he's not a bad guy. He's rogue, man. So like keep the rogue qualities with him.
1: Yeah, it's not like Greedo was like You are devaluing
2: his character when you just make him like this good guy.
1: And he shot another scoundrel. Like who cares? He didn't shoot like Obi Wan (laughs) or something like that or like some reverent Where are you going? I got
0: two points here. I got two points to make real quick. Uh, there's a character on Attack of the Clones. There's a scene where
1: uh, is it the green squid guy?
0: Obi wan goes to a bar and he's uh, some guy comes up to him and he's like, oh, "You want sticks? sticks?" And he's like, "You don't want to sell me dust sticks? I don't want to sell you dust sticks. You want to go
1: home and, and rethink yeah, your, your life. life? I want to go home and uh, rethink my life.
0: I th- I believe I might be wrong here, but there's a uh, toy for this character and this character is called. Larry Scuzz I think it's Scuzz <laughs> which is a clear sign that George Lucas needs to be stopped in what he's doing. He doesn't make always the right decisions.
1: Yeah, Scuzz Like, I'm pretty sure that was supposed to have an asterisk yeah. next to it, like change later, yeah, change later, <laughs> to an actual name, like something with a K. <laughs> Have you noticed that all the names are like Cal or Kyle or Kel or yes. Cool? It's weird. Katan. It's weird.
0: A lot of weird decisions in those movies.
1: Yeah, I as goofy as the original trilogy was, or one, two, and three. Not the original, the uh, not the original tridge, but the new tridge. Yeah, but not the new new tridge, but the old new tridge. Uh, they're pretty enjoyable. Like they're wacky, but they have a lot of substance to them. Like I know, people hate the talking about the politics and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's like to me, I like the talk because, like I said, I have a hard time suspending disbelief. I'm like, why are they there? Why are these Jedi just like going out and like, uh, having these super dangerous missions? And it's only until you like read into the lore and like hear some of the details that you can be like, oh, okay, that's why i have a hard time doing that so i kind of like when they do explain some of the political nature of why the army is there because if not i just see like bad guy good guy fight it's like Lord of the rings they have they have events that set the war into motion you know i need yeah i need reasons and like you don't get that as much with uh like the new ones, mm-hmm. it's just like battle. Yeah, you battle and there's nothing because I'm sure they got a lot of hate for all the political talk. For sure, but I like it.
0: Do you feel a worried about? Uh, there's a lot of rumors that the screenings of uh, Rise of Skywalker have not gone well.
1: Yeah, uh, I have no, I have almost zero hopes for it. Now. <laughs> but maybe that'll make it good. Right, make for it sure. better. It might. Maybe going in with. And, No
0: expectations at all. Maybe we'll make it better.
1: Yeah. I heard it's a big, like, sellout. or not really a sellout, but it was... I hear with the details, they should have probably...
0: This is why I wanted you to wait.
1: ...given it out.
0: Early rumors that the screenings of The Rise of Skywalker have gone horribly.
2: Oh, I know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I will
0: say that I heard that... George Lucas has a lot of say in the Mandalorian and what's going on there, and mm. I mean, that's been—I
2: doubt that—that's
0: been pretty amazing this whole time
2: around. <laughs> I did hear about the screenings, though. Yes, I heard that yeah, they yeah. have
0: gone spectacularly you know what, horrible. You know, what's they wild? are reshooting a lot of it before it comes out.
1: You know, it's uh, wild though. My cousin, in like two thousand like ten, he works in LA. Uh, he animates for. Uh, big video game company he told me way back then that when they're like working on the next trilogy of Star Wars and said how um, it's going to be two people who are on opposite sides one light one dark and they crisscross and one goes dark one goes light and then they meet back at the end and that's exactly what's been happening since Dang.
0: 2010
1: but uh, like but it's sort of been happening, but you can tell that they went a different direction because it's Star happening is like so behind, it is. behind the dark. action. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen the uh, Phantom Menace recently, but holy fuck, it's pretty, oh, yeah, pretty but, out there, dude. Like, yeah, bring with the.
1: the you hat. know my main gripe. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, with the Last Jedi. Who the fuck told Finn to act like the way he does? Right. They're like, just imagine Finn's character, if you will. A child soldier raised from birth to kill other people to fight battles. Mm-hmm. And then you look at John Boyega's character. I love your voice right now. Keep it going. Keep
2: it, you're <laughs> fight
1: battles. This is the strongest to, I've ever seen you. His, his friend dies his blood is smeared across his face he's having PTSD after his battle and his uh his commanding officer is saying like get your fucking helmet on and get back to work you fucking soldier you child slave who I've raised since birth to be a warrior and then after he leaves that he's just happy go lucky John Boyega you know he's just this fun happy go lucky character who was raised from birth to kill to Jedi? Kill. He knows
0: nothing else but killing.
1: Yeah, knows nothing else but war and killing. And then. Bitching, apparently. And then in the second movie, he's like walking around with his fucking suit and like squirting out liquid from his like medical suit. And it's all funny and hilarious and stuff. And I'm like, this guy was raised from birth as a child soldier and he's like this goofball. How does that make sense at all?
0: They abandoned a lot, I think, in The Last Jedi. I think they tried to make things a little too differently. A lot of people say it's their favorite, too, because it strays so far from
1: yeah, conventions I guess so.
0: and tries to fucking uh, alter expectations and stuff. And-,
1: and why is Poe an Italian guy? He's like, we got to shoot these turrets over here. It's Tony Maselli from Who's the Boss? He's like, "Come on over here,
0: Empire.
1: What's the plan here, boss?" <laughs> I'm like, who's Italian in this universe? It, it just—I hate it. Well, it is anyway, galaxy far, me. far away. So there's plenty
2: of Italians. It's
1: true. We got to make sure everything's represented,
0: just like Gene Roddenberry
2: did. Gotta make sure. We yeah, at least he kept this like shit on that. Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One thing I will say: uh, after watching Disney Plus, I don't know if you guys have seen the Imagineering. Oh yeah, uh, documentary.
2: I watched the first two episodes. Yeah,
0: so they got a bunch of documentaries on here. I think it's fascinating, uh, how fucking much work Gene Roddenberry actually put into Disneyland, yeah. and yeah, working side by side with them. Yeah. And
1: oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. Like if you
0: and they go into it a lot with the imaginary thing. He did the whole Epcot Center stuff, and like he had a bunch oh. of say so on what's going on there. Um, another magical thing too about. The, these documentaries and stuff is just how. Uh, back in the '80s when they were building Disney World and stuff like that, they were setting up uh, to be totally like solar powered, uh, and just be like a bioengineering thing with like with plants and stuff like that. All the sh- amazing shit that they did that are not really incorporated into everyday life now. Why? Uh, like why? If Disney just can big power, oil, man. Yeah, if Disney can power like freaking this whole thing and like really practice what they preach. In like nineteen eighty. In nineteen eighty, and none of this stuff's incorporated. Fuck you, America. Like yeah. what the fuck are you doing, dude?
1: Yeah, it's yep. just big business. And really, Gene
0: Ryanberry yeah. was there from the ground up too, yeah. helping out. Yeah. With his visions for the fucking future. Nobody's listening. Why,
2: America? Why? Full circle, man. Full circle, Gene <laughs> Well, you know what I read really, from El Paso. Yeah. Represent You know what? I, it's crazy. Um, what I really not what just I got from that, but like the when they were making like Disney World and the company, like other parts of the company were pushing back. It's like we're not making money, we need to make movies. And like Disney at that time when they were making land wasn't a movie company. Mm-hmm. I mean they made movies, but they weren't solely a movie company. You know, and, and yeah, and Walt Disney's vision was like BBC this world stuff. and then or this land and then this world. Right, to be like this ultimate theme park of you know, of, of what we we're all of seeing. Wonder. And like it was crazy, like the, the pushback of to make like we need to make movies. And Walt Disney's like, it's not about the movies, it's about like the life experiences, not so much about the movies. Of course the like of course Disney started making a shit ton of movies and all that stuff. And they're all good and they all stay true to Disney, but it's crazy like the vision wasn't always about movies or like, yeah. these, you know, it's it, yeah,
0: like he drifted off and started going more towards the betterment of
2: mankind. Exactly. It's the road it's, it's yeah. It's the road almost road like the, the man, man in the mirror song. Yeah. Dude, the I'm first looking at the man in the mirror, I'm getting a copyright strike, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know,
1: but it's just like, yeah. it was almost like that. It's like these did the first mo- monorail in the Western hemisphere was in Disneyland. Right. Yeah. The dude was he preached on the, leading the future. Itch. He preached yeah. the future. Yeah, uh, in that imaginary And that's thing. okay.
2: Okay, so yeah. right there, stop right there. He preached the future, and that's what pisses me off about having Star Wars shit in fucking Futureland. Because Star Wars is not the future; it's the past. It's the galaxy far, far oh, away, a long time ago. And Star Wars needs to be separated
1: from Futureland. I'm, like yeah, I think that would be cool. I, Cause I want to see like, like the House of Tomorrow. Yeah, like I want to see real new stuff. You know, well, I want to see something that's like that'll blow my mind. I haven't seen before. You yeah. got
0: the hologram technology and stuff like you do it, and, like you see like, a little hologram. It seems like we have better stuff nowadays. So
2: yeah, like at least they. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. like in the '80s, man, when they were it's doing this shit, shit, like the the cutting edge technology they were putting in, like the Epcot and all this stuff, is fucking unreal you know and even like the people movers and then like you said the monorail like Tomorrowland was fucking unreal like there's a lot of like Tomorrowland it's not even open anymore because it's just outdated it's like update that shit you guys have the resources
1: Yeah, do it I think they could really inspire people to think about space travel and space related things they have like a whole Epcot thing thing
0: and shit where people are doing touch screens and they're like yeah, and they're like well, do you see this being implemented uh, into modern-day society? And they're like, "Yeah, one day, like this can all be commercialized and given to uh, given to you know um, America." And,
2: stuff and they're all like, that. "Oh yeah, think about but, it And but like small once devices do, in their We're gonna
0: have to do something way better after that. Once it's become and they haven't. But
2: yet. what I heard is they have shut down Epcot, a lot of Epcot. They're redoing the whole thing right now. Nice, that'd be amazing. So that's what I've heard is a lot of Epcot is shut down. You know. Well, even like with the monorail, it goes through the Matterhorn, you know, and like the building design and, and the construction, like with everything, Disneyland, Disney world is just fucking amazing, man. Mm-hmm. We, I know we talk a lot about Disney and this it's, is it's interesting. Just high quality. I don't want
0: to talk about this. This is yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't understand. Later in life. I don't understand how it seems like they could have implemented all this technology. I mean, I get it. With, like, big oil and, mm-hmm. like, fucking this other, like, power. Like, it's keeping from a lot of stuff from breaking. But it just seems like if Disney has been doing this since the 80s and, like, powering a lot of their facilities doing this, yeah, yep. it just seems like a no-brainer. Like, fucking, why wouldn't you?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, why doesn't every major building have like the same ingenuity as well, so it's the pushback man so the, the difference yeah, between Disney not... and everybody else is
2: Disney has its own um, miscibility code or, or like it's its own city it's its own province in Florida like it has its own postal code like it ha- it makes its own rules so it's able to do everything it wants to do like without the standard government telling it what to do yeah pretty much you know Um, but now like everywhere else, it's so commercialized. Do you really, does the city or state really want to take money away from the state power plants? Because every single roof in California has solar panels. No. Yeah. Like, how are they going to get the money from the state? Like, how are they going to get all this money if people are providing themselves energy? Like where is the state? What will happen be
1: if people become self-reliant? Exactly. Sure. Without oh, no. the
2: government, without all this money, like how how are they? How are we gonna pay ourselves and and do other things? You know, like you just fuck off. How about that? But it seems f- like
0: people just don't dream
2: anymore. Well, you, well, there's that, and there's the mismanagement of money. Yeah. Like our politicians these days do not know how how to manage money. Yep. Like they're like like this whole weed thing in Washington. It's like oh, it's supposed to like this much is supposed to go here and this much is supposed to go here. And it's like, where's that money going? It's not going to those places anymore. You know yeah, they're, they they are mismanaging their fucking money. They're gonna spend billions of dollars building a tunnel and then toll it because they need more money.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, technically, if you we already paid for the tunnel, so now you just want more money from the tunnel. Yeah. So it should be free because we already paid for that shit, you know? Yeah.
1: it's And I hear it's even worse in like some European countries because I, I heard that just to get, it was like a crosswalk painted or like uh, in England they wanted to like make a ramp on like one corner and it cost like a million dollars to get that one ramp put in. It's just because of all this mountain of legislation, taxes, other reasons just to get this one ramp put in. Well, and that's like where American politics
2: kind of falls apart. You know, you, we are all so divided between one, one, one direction, right or left, you know, and everyone wants, like what people don't realize is um, a lot of these European countries and other countries, they're taxed 50%. 50% of your income, yeah, 60 60% of your income goes somewhere else. It goes to the government. And you are allowing the government to pretty much take control of everything. And and a lot of people aren't happy about that. Yeah. They're not happy. Like where, you know, where are the my sixty percent tax dollars going? At least with where we're at right now, where we may we maybe tax twenty, twenty five, thirty percent, but you know, it's not all of our income. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and that's where you really have to look at in politics is like, you know, you elect these officials to make decisions for you um like you really have to look down deep down deep down to see like where is your money going yeah like how are how is like you may like see some of the values of being a democrat and that's great but these like democrats they're going to tax you more for those values you know you want the homeless population to you you want that fixed you want the drug epidemic you want gun control you want you may want some of this other stuff that's happening
1: they're gonna, costs money. they're going to tax you for it. Yeah. And by doing so, it's going to limit what you could do before.
2: Yeah. Which you know. So, so you're going like. to get taxed for it, you know, and, but the opposite with Republicans, you might not get as much taxed. <laughs> you might not get taxed as much, as much quotation marks, but you're not going to see some of these other programs you may want implemented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, where is this divide? You know, like, I know Washington state, it is one of the m- most taxed states in the union. We are paying a lot of money to be in this For state. Sure. And we don't even pay state taxes, you know? True. So it's, it's, it's electing those, uh, those officials. i uh, sorry. It got really quiet in here. Yeah, it, it. It. So I it, turned it, off I the was, heater by the way. I though. was <laughs> thinking about, I was thinking about what you're saying. It, it is electing these officials to represent you that are going to implement these programs, like what Walt Disney had envisioned, implement these small programs, at least a little part of it, in the most sustainable way that they can. That still stimulates the economy. That still puts money in the pockets of the people that need the money. Like we yeah. all need the money. Like, how do you stimulate the economy and still like uh, progress these um, these values yeah. that we're trying to progress? You know, and that that's the main question. Like, this state is making a lot of money. There's a lot, like. Billions and billions of dollars like off just weed alone. Yeah, you know There's lots of different places, but the thing is and my my personal opinion the problem is just a very big mismanagement of money.
1: Yeah, and it's also just a hugely complicated like just profession There's a lot of rules that have been implemented over the years and the United States is the most the largest economy it's also the most diverse economy. One rule change could totally save like one industry and totally decimate another. Yeah. And other countries like Sweden, people always say, Sweden's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, if the United States was 9 million people, like yeah. the size of this city, mm-hmm. and they were all 7th generation Americans, yeah, I'm sure with like really limited industry like we have the fish industry and the logging industry. Yeah, I'm sure decisions could be made like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, we have super diverse areas. People who think differently. You're speaking for 300 million people. Yeah. yeah. All with different states with different rules. And millions. It's a big boat, it's hard to turn, you know. Yeah. You can't just say like, "Oh, let's go this way" because you have like millions of people doing stuff
2: yeah you know and I I think you know I it's okay you know I feel like there's better solutions on both ends you know there should be a common ground for sure you know
1: like we should have politicians fight
0: I unfortunately have to take off I have something going on at the house
1: well we're at a minute I apologize we can probably wrap it up do you guys want to pot again tomorrow possibly uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, am okay. not Yeah, we sure. do yeah, I mean, yeah, the morning. Because
0: all the girls are going to get haircuts and stuff, so I'm totally free
2: tomorrow morning if you guys yeah. want to come back here. All right. Cool. So uh, that wraps up this episode of the John Sandwich 2.
1: Apologies John for Sandwich this show. episode. It was actually informative and yeah. about things. Apolog- we try um, not to talk about anything serious. so We're I don't know what happened. We had a good run uh, of movies. You know, talk. <laughs>
2: you know, our second episode <laughs> of the day usually ends up being pretty serious. Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 So until uh, next time. Have Ball. a
1: sandwich. Yep. Sandwich on. John Sandwich too With mustard. Thirst Q. Banana. Twitch.tv. All right. We love you guys. Bye.
0: Bye. I think that was even better than the first one.